Here's your host, Alex Garrett. And it is Sunday, February 21st. I'm Alex Garrett. Uh, A little bit of a podcast today because, well, it's Sunday. And there's a very faith-based story I'd like to talk about. Um, Because, you know, they talk about the sports gods, right? They talk about how the baseball gods were on the Dodgers for winning the World Series. Or the football gods must have been on Tom Brady again as he won a seventh straight uh, seventh straight, his seventh Super Bowl overall. But what if God in sports should be highlighted more? What if we don't highlight that aspect a lot? What if I told you I have former head coach of the Golden State Warriors, a St. John's alum, local kid, Mr. Mark Jackson, feels that his faith was really criticized and harshly um demeaned and and really kept him out of coaching again after helping Steph Curry. So I found this story by Stephen or Stephen Bondi, a great right great writer here uh, for the Daily News. Mark Jackson still wants to coach but believes the Golden State narrative is holding him back. Now what Golden State narrative is that? Is it because he actually literally tried to help Steph Curry, who, as you know, is one of the best NBA players? Is it because he's an ordained minister? Did you know that local kid from St. John's is now an ordained minister, an NBA analyst, and he does want to get back into coaching? But he truly believes, and Rick Kleiman asks him, Rich Kleiman asks him about this, that yes, faith in sports, sports and faith may not match, that that people of faith may not get that next chance in coaching or or on the sidelines or any capacity. Take a listen to this exchange on Rich Kleiman's podcast called The Boardroom Out of Office Podcast. Year after year, people are saying wild things, like this man thought he could heal Steph Curry's foot by bringing him to church and praying on it. This man enforces people to go to church on their team. And it's like, say it out loud. Like, it sounds wild. People know that shit is not true. It's ridiculous. But one way or the other, that became a narrative that you had to deal with, which is just nonsense. And a narrative that, like, you can't work with other people. Yet, here I am talking to you, and I won't. I no way could find another individual who left their job in the way you did, who could talk so rationally and so uh, thoughtfully about it. However, people say you can't get along with people. People say you can't relate to players of today. Nonsense. Like, what does that even mean? How do you deal with this? Well, not how do you deal with it. I already asked you that. The narrative right now. Do you think the narrative is like straight up? Is the narrative keeping you from getting a job in your opinion? It plays a role. And it's unfortunate. Uh, all I can do is continue to live my life uh, to the point where somebody watching when I enter in an arena and speak to ushers and, 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 and everybody and respectful and players. And, and even when I go back to Golden State, whether it's sitting, you know, shaking hands and talking to ownership or management before, during the game or what have you, um, so that people read the things that's being reported and then see me and say, something ain't right. This don't match. You know, when you can make a statement and say, I, I, I force folks to come to church. Are you kidding me? What, 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 what sense does that make? Never in my life have I forced anybody to come to church. 
What I like to do is be a light. So therefore, you can look at me and say, man, what that dude has, I want. It has nothing to do with me. So I've never demanded or forced anybody to come to church. When you look at me and say, well, Steph Curry got healed uh, from his ankle problems and, and Mark did this. First of all, Steph Curry believes that if he goes to God in prayer, he will get healed from his ankle issues. Scratch what I think. Steph Curry himself believes that. So therefore, if it did happen or didn't happen, at the end of the day, he's healed. And And that is such a powerful thing that, you know, Steph Curry believes he could heal. Now, where does this story originate from? Well, when his ankle was hurting back in uh, 13, 14 or actually even maybe after the Warriors' uh, coaching job. Mark Jackson took it upon himself to help heal ex-Warriors coach um, Jackson's church tried to heal Steph Curry's ankle with oil. Now, Marcus Thompson, a Bay Area News Group writer, said that as part of tradition at Jackson's church was a spirited service, including Worshippers jogging along the walls of the congregation in praise. Curry, just two days remaining from his latest sprain, this was 2017, found himself taking laps with Jackson and other members filled with the Spirit. Then after Jackson's sermon, his wife and, past, and co-pastor Desiree continued the worship with an impromptu service. She also called Curry to the altar, where they took off his socks and shoes, anointing him with oil and praying for healing. What's so wrong with praying for healing in sports? What's so wrong about Mark Jackson being an ordained minister and still want to be on the sidelines? That's my gut reaction reading that blindly. What is wrong with wanting a player to be healed and yeah, bringing him to your church to heal him? When we say we don't want you hired again because we believe that you're going to impose God on people. Well, look at what's happened when we don't impose God. Look at what's happened. And, and what I mean by that is, look at what's happened when we don't encourage people to believe in God. When we mock Him, when we laugh at Him. Things get crappy and cruddy. Yet, Steph Curry, in 2017, remember that they won a couple rings with him so far... He does this, his foot is healed, his ankle sprain seems to be healed. That's God right there. That's Mark Jackson alone can't heal him. That is God. So what is wrong with praying and helping Steph Curry heal, I ask you, sports world? Why can't the man who was a legend with the Johnnies, why can't the man who's a legend in the NBA and on TV with Jeff Van Gundy, why can't he be hired again? Why should he worry that his faith plays a role? Do you want to know something else about role of God. Almost every interview you say you hear these guys say thanks be to God. Yet they still play on Sunday in football. They still play the next night. What's so wrong about Mark Jackson believing God can heal Steph Curry? Someone answer that for me. What's so wrong with having him in his church? Someone answer that for me. Daryl Strawberry You know, he has had his issues, but he turned to God. He's a minister now. He also has ministry work. Daryl Strawberry. Yes, him. Are we going to say never come to Old Timers Day because you believe in God? No, that's ridiculous. 
So we're going to let a man stay out of sports because of God. But we're going to be cheering those who say, God brought me here. God got us this ring. God has had me at this moment in time in my career. And they'll still play on the field, the court, the ice the next day. So why is Mark Jackson being scapegoated, not scapegoated, but being left out of the coaching conversation? Look, he was passed up by the Knicks. They went with Fisdale. He was, um, he wants to get back into coaching, according to Stephen Bondi. And good on Stephen for picking up this story and this podcast that made its rounds around the internet, and I was able to pick it up myself. So let's get over the role that God plays in Mark Jackson's uh, life in the sense of let's let him be hired. Let's not de-platform him. Let's not take him out of the coaching equation. Just because he brought Steph Curry to his church to be healed. Okay, many ministers do this. Family in trouble, we're going to pray for you. Can they not then be doing something else in their lives? And as he said, why would he force? He doesn't seem like a guy that would force the issue. Steph Curry also probably willingly went. He did willingly go. He went willingly. What's so wrong with that? Clement also said, you know, what about Phil Phil Jackson? He was an amazing coach. He had zen about him. And we don't know what the Nets did, apparently, but if you're telling me Mark Jackson can have a ministry but can't be on the sidelines. If you're telling me Faith cannot be on the sideline coaching, I would look at you with the weirdest expression. I'd be like, okay, well then, why is Louis Farrakhan's anti-Semitism still on Twitter? Okay, why is there a push to remove God and the Ten Commandments from state halls and state capitals? Why is that okay? But someone who believes in God shouldn't be standing tall on the sideline again. Now, you could say, well, he didn't he build up the Warriors enough or whatever. Look, he put I didn't realize this to listening to the Clayman's podcast. He actually drafted Clay Thompson. Look at that draft pick. Look at what Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry did in Golden State. I give credit to Steve Kerr too. I think he managed all that talent really well. Then things went south when back to back nights against uh one of the Raptors that they they left the court on crutches, Durant and Thompson back to back nights. I couldn't believe it. But why is it that God can be celebrated in a press conference in sports, and why is it then that everybody can kneel? At, do you ever notice this? After a game is done on the NFL, they kneel on the sideline on the logo in midfield for prayer. Both sides coming together. You know, if Mark Jackson can't coach, then he might as well, you might as well get rid of all the team chaplains because they do have that. Do you do you know that? Yankees, Mets, Giants, they all have team chaplains. 
And they get to be in that position every day to give prayer to those who believe on the Mets, Yankees. And there's a lot of sports players are believers. And to say, well, and to even have Mark Jackson think that believing in God is holding him back is is sad. Talk about a guy who won under Lou Kernersecker. Talk about a guy who has his banner hanging up just a half a mile away from me in Queens at St. John's University. That guy. Now that he's older, now he's mature, now that he's a minister, you don't want him on the sidelines? See, when you bring God to the equation, life is actually quite better. When you have a Nick uh, um, Nick Foles and a Carson Wentz and a, and a Zach Ertz say, yeah, God got us that ring in Philadelphia. Even Peterson said that. You know something's working there. When you have a structure, when you have God structuring even a playbook, right? I mean, that, that possibly happens too. But we take away God's playbook from sports, from the coaching position. We don't give Mark Jackson a chance because he invited Steph Curry. That's somehow demonic. Are you kidding me? The guy healed. And as he said, Steph Curry wanted to heal himself. But this is this is the saddest part of this interview to me, if you indulge me one more time. I mean, he literally said on this podcast with Rich Clayman that God played a role. This man thought he could heal Steph Curry's foot by bringing him to church and praying on it. This man enforces people to go to church on their team. And it's like, say it out loud, like it sounds wild. People know that shit is not true. It's ridiculous. But one way or the other, that became a narrative that you had to deal with, which is just nonsense. And a narrative that like you can't work with other people. Yet here I am talking to you and I won't, I no way could find another individual who left their job in the way you did, who could talk so rationally and so uh, thoughtfully about it. However, People say you can't get along with people. People say you can't relate to players of today. Nonsense. Like, what does that even mean? How do you deal with this? Well, not how do you deal with it. I already asked you that. The narrative right now. Do you think the narrative is like straight up? Is the narrative keeping you from getting a job in your opinion? It plays a role. That right there. It plays a role. Mark Jackson's faith, he believes, plays a role in him not getting another job on the sidelines. Yet, yet. On these very same sidelines, it was okay for Mark Cuban not to play the national anthem. Yet on these same sidelines, um, the kneeling issue I'll, I'll get over eventually. But that whole thing is a laugh. On the sidelines, in coaching, you know, Bobby Knight was so passionate, he could throw chairs on the court, he would still be out there the next day. But Mark Jackson, who was is so even keeled, even mattered. You hear him in the broadcast uh, with ESPN. You hear him in this interview too. Very even keel. Doesn't throw anything. Doesn't throw a basketball at a guy's head like Mike Rice did in uh, in Rutgers. He can't be hired because oh my god, he believes in God. He's a reverend. See how ridiculous this is. The role should be the talent. Not his personal beliefs. And I do think, though, that putting the beliefs... Look, when Clayman just said there, uh, you know, he... 
I'm talking to you right now. You're just talking. And I got to be honest. Working at a Christian radio station, I've seen Christians that are demonized by the public, but are really not bad people. I think of actually Hobby Lobby. I got to meet them. And they're very, you know, they're not viewed as accepting because they believe in traditional marriage. But you know what? They're good people. You, you see them face to face. They're not what the headlines tell you. Franklin Graham, not what the headlines tell you. They're actually doing work. Franklin Graham has set up the Samaritan's Purse for different areas. He even set one in Central Park. Where now they're dismantling Woman Rink, by the way. Disgusting that's even happening. But you're going to tell me that chaplains, that the kneeling on the logo in prayer, bowing in the middle of the field after a game in prayer, that players that do kiss, touch the sky, knowing God's there after a home run, that that can be allowed. But because Mark Jackson invited Stephen Curry, are you kidding me? Let's stop focusing on the sports gods that make amazing things happen, that make that give Tom Brady this gift to win seven Super Bowls. Let's stop talking about the sports gods then. If you're not going to have a man of God in your sphere, if you're going to let him just sit out there doing nothing while the Knicks struggle, although they got Thibodeau now, but while the Knicks struggled with Fisdale, you don't even want to touch Mark Jackson because of his faith? Am I missing a point here? No, I, I hope not. But it is agitating. And again, kudos to Stephen Bondi for covering this. Jackson went on to say in this podcast, I look forward to being a coach. Again, there's obviously a drive in me and a dream where I want to be head coach in the NBA. Again. Hire him. He's asking to be hired. He and his faith-based self asking to be hired. Look, right now, we're seeing this sexual harassment stuff going through the Mets and the Cubs and and... And there's even protocol now to anonymously report sexual harassment. And yes, the women may not have come forward at the time. And yes, they were rightly fired. This head hitting coach, or whoever he is, and then and then the former Yankee, a uh, former GM of like a month for the Mets, Rob Porter. But they're able to get away with that. Mark Jackson has a family. Mark Jackson, who has a ministry. Mark Jackson, who believes in God and brings those principles to the X's and O's of a game. No, we don't want him. Too much of a risk. Why not get God more involved in the X's and the O's of every play? Or a God-minded person? Why not? What's so wrong about that? We are... We know where we're headed if we can't even play the national anthem at a Mavericks game. If Adam Silver has to tell every Lee, every team to play it, you know things are not that good then. In the faith-based, in the American-based department, this is America. This guy made a billionaire, was a billion, is a billionaire, owner of the Mavericks in America. Doesn't want to play the national anthem. Are you kidding me? But when I started reading stories of that, firstly, how God impacts players' lives, that's important to not forget. That's important to instill. But then, 
when you see them literally stripping away the Ten Amendment, Ten Commandments from a capital, saying that's not enough, that's not good. This is more than just sports. And, you know, Mark Jackson makes the point, this is a biblical thing he's dealing with. This is how he's running his own life. What's so wrong with that? His life should be accepted as a man of Christ. Especially when, let's be honest, some of these guys end up at a strip club. I mean, that's not godly. What are you doing, Mo Williams, wherever, you know, in Atlanta, going to a strip What are you doing? Yet Mark Jackson can't get a job. Tyreek Hill, I brought it up before. Beat up a woman. I think it was his girlfriend at the time. And he was still on the field to win the Super Bowl for the Chiefs last year and was about to and was competing hard this year. He got a second chance. Give Mark Jackson his second, third. I don't care how many chances you feel he's gotten. He needs to have. Give him that chance again. He wants to be an NBA coach. Let's see what he's got. Don't let his faith play a role in your decision to not hire him. That is, there is actually laws against that. To not discriminate based on sex, race, uh, religious beliefs, freedom of speech, right? And yet you've got this guy who's willing to be a head coach again, worried he might never be hired again. And yet he's a, he's a legend. Sad, isn't it? And by the way, speaking of players that beat up, uh, this just thought popped into my mind. There's already drama in the Yankee camp. Um, the Yankees are easing their way back into welcoming Domingo Herman, who of course was suspended for domestic abuse. Apparently, we weren't there. Apparently, he beat up his girlfriend in front of MLB executives. Terrible if he did. Suspended. Zach Britton got a little agitated, said I'm not, he doesn't owe me anything. So no, it is a tough time accepting these guys back. But these teams do it. So, sports, NBA, coaches, players, not so much players, but coaches, and really executives, what's holding you back? Tell us what's holding you back from hiring Mark Jackson again. Just tell us. I'm dying to know. He's a great coach. You know, he built up that Warrior team and then Steve Kerr took him to the championship and won. But he built up that team. He can coach. And I think you bring in coach with a godly perspective again, he'll fix any program. Bringing God to a playbook is huge. Because the playbook doesn't just mean on the field. It means a life playbook means a structured playbook. Who wouldn't want that in a time of chaos and disarray? Who wouldn't want a calming voice there saying, oh, you know what? These schedulings are tough right now with COVID. But we trust you to get these players through whatever schedule changes have to be. Because we know your path is on God's path. We know that you go by his direction. A direction we should also go. all should go, by the way. So let's welcome Mark Jackson back. Let's welcome him back. And see if we can't see him thrive. And, you know, yesterday I, saw, I, I, I 
the countdown clock continues to 30 years old. And I'm looking at some of my medical records, and i got to be honest with you. Um, they did operations on me at six hours old, saying I was a failure to thrive. You know, when you read that kind of thing at 30, you're a little more fired up to not stop thriving, to not stop living, to not stopping anything from getting in your way. When you see those words, failure to thrive at the moment of birth, and yet here you are talking to you. There's something to that. So thank you for helping me thrive. Thank you for coming back to this podcast. Thank you for following Alex Gene NYC. Thank you for encouraging me to keep thriving. Because we are more, we are far from that failure to thrive. We are alive. We are well. Thanks be to God. We being myself, my family. And I like to keep it that way. So, let Mark Jackson thrive again as a head coach. Let him try. Let him go for it. Do not let his faith, his belief in God, which shouldn't even play a role. That should be, a, honestly, a yes to that. Let's see him thrive. Because obviously, he knows how to stay alive, and that's through coaching. So thank you, Stephen Bondi of The Daily News. Thank you for Rich Kleiman for bringing us this conversation. It's an hour long. I posted the link on the podcast live, live feed. So take a listen. And you can adapt to believing in God. It takes time, but you can. And I think now's better than ever. With the pandemic still going on, with unrest still feeling up in the air there, turn to him. And I don't want to go biblical, but I will say all will be forgiven. That's how I feel. I'm Alex Garrett. Thanks for letting me spend some time with you today. Talk to you soon. And uh, we are always adapting here at Alex Garrett Podcast.